0: Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. The portfolio has proven to be riskier, more volatile, and less effective as an economic hedge than we thought. Yeah, I'll say JP Morgan Chase CEO Jamie Dimon trying to explain a loss of 2 billion dollars. We'll figure out what it means on the broadcast today from American Public Media. This is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by BNSF Railway for more than 160 years, moving the economy by bringing goods to you and products to global markets. Sustainability coverage is supported in part by the Candida Fund, furthering values that contribute to a healthy planet. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdahl. It's Friday today, the 11th of May. Good as always to have you with us. You remember J.P. Morgan, right? Practically the last bank standing after the financial crisis. CEO Jamie Dimon, a vocal opponent of more banking regulations and restrictions. Yeah, that was a storyline until about 5 o'clock yesterday afternoon, Wall Street time, when, Gi- when Diamond said that the bank had lost $2 billion, maybe more, on some really, really bad bets. Details now and some analysis on our weekly wrap. Felix Salmon is here from Reuters. Cardiff Garcia from the blog FT Alphaville. Hey, guys. Hey, Kai. Hi, Kai. So, Felix, just to recap very, very briefly, these were bets on credit default swaps, which we know and love so well from the financial crisis. And it was not, as you might think, a rogue trader, right? This guy in
1: London, the London Whale, he's called, had the
0: full faith and credit of J.P. Morgan behind him.
1: And Jamie Dimon himself had come out and said that when people asked questions about what he was doing, he said it was a tempest in a teapot. Well but, but
0: really, Felix like, I mean, uh, Cardiff, help me out of here, right, because nine and a, uh, two billion dollars, a lot of money, basically and briefly, how did it happen uh, Well, the problem
2: is that we actually don 't know a lot about this trade, so we know that it 's related to this. Index of credit default swaps, known as the CDX nine, and it took place in a part of the bank that's meant to hedge its excess deposits um, and invest them to hedge a part of its kind of lending portfolio. But we don't know exactly which part of its lending portfolio it was hedging against, and we also don't know exactly how they did it. So the lack of disclosure is really one of the difficult things about this. And in terms of how big the loss is going to be, the two million dollars or the two billion dollars is only what we know right now. But we're not going to have the full details on this until the position is unwound, and that's going to take a little while so uh this story is just developing now and, and there's still a lot more to find out
0: felix this plays into all that that we all thought was bad about banks to begin with right i mean it's secret it's complicated it's i mean you know who understood half of what cardiff just said right there with yeah i was i was talking i was
1: talking to, to to cardiff earlier and It all made perfect sense for about 30 seconds yesterday afternoon. And then the more you know, the less you know. The more you (laughs) go, go into this, the less it makes sense. And this is actually true of a lot of banking, but especially of investment banking and especially of derivatives. The more you look at them, the less they make sense. All that anyone knows is, as Barney Frank blessedly pointed out today, that J.P. Morgan, all on its own, managed to lose five times as much money with one bad trade as Jamie Dimon was complaining about... That, that financial regulation was going to cost JP right, Morgan. Right.
0: Well, so let's go on that track then, uh, Cardiff, and and follow up with the congressional inquiry part of this. The SEC is looking at it. Uh, Carl Levin and, and Senator Corker said today they want to look at it. I mean, I mean, Jamie Dimon is going to be spending some time in front of a long green felt table, right?
2: Yeah, and it's it's interesting that something he said in the conference call was that this plays into the hands of the pundits, because another way he could have phrased that would have been, hey, I guess the pundits had a point. Um, <laughs> but... but definitely this is going to bring more scrutiny. Uh, it's still impossible to know to what extent things like the Volcker Rule um, apply in this case, but certainly they're going to look at, at what this means for the kind of regulations that came out of Dodd-Frank, and that they're still in the process of writing, because something that definitely has happened now is that the kind of myth of Jamie Dimon's like, legendary banking prowess has been punctured yeah. to some extent, uh, uh, and it's yep. going to lead to a more sober he, conversation he, in, about it. J.P.
1: Morgan it. invented risk management. J- Jamie Dimon was always saying, we know how to do risk management. No one's going to take that seriously anymore. And the SEC, if it wants to put some teeth in the Volcker Rule, which is the rule which is meant to prevent this kind of blow up, right.
0: Felix, you know, keep the know, r- Remind people exactly what the Volcker Rule is, right? So the
1: Volcker Rule says that if you're a bank like J.P. Morgan, if you can borrow money from the Federal Reserve directly and basically have that taxpayer backstop, then you shouldn't be making bets with your money. You shouldn't be betting.